Today we're uh, speaking with RJ Smith, who's uh, probably reasonably well known on the HSCCA forum for his posts of his car quite recently, which has been um, quite a lengthy project. And can you tell us, RJ, how long you've been working on this for years? Uh, well, I started probably uh, 2014, early 2015. Um, it's been a, been a pretty lengthy, lengthy process. So, um, Pretty much brought it from Brisbane. It comes from Victoria, um, but yeah, she's uh, been, been a long process indeed. Um, been a bit of time pulling it apart. Um, pretty much rebuilt the whole thing. So, um, but yeah, she's been, been a been a mission. A lot yeah. of uh, a lot of ups and downs, and a lot of transformations, and a lot of things. So, but um, today, started out as a white white car. Is that right? Yeah, she started as a white, um, white on the grey, so you got the grey at the bottom, and then yeah. the white on top. Yeah. yeah. Um, stock standard, just standard old, good old five litre. She only done, well, 50,000 Ks on the clock. Um, but no, she's, uh, she's come, definitely come a long way, but, but coming from white to what I've done now has been a pretty lengthy process, yeah. So the, the colour, if you want to describe that to the listeners, is that, um, when I first looked at it, I thought it was, uh, Cherry black or something like that. So what, what actually is it? Yeah, the the, the colour's got it's, it's a custom colour. She's um, the base of it itself, like the undercoat itself, is like a uh, it's a light grey for the base. Yeah. Mixed in with the cherry black pearl. Yeah. Well, cherry, well, cherry black, and then you got um, a bit of pearl mixing in with it, a bit of purple pearl. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you got a bit of gold and okay. a, a bit of bronze. I'm not gonna, I can't reveal how much. It's, it's a custom paint by people, but secret recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, you, you, you can't even pick up on even the paint scans. You can't pick up what it is. So um, yeah, she's pretty much of a hard, pretty much of a hard case color. But she's um, yeah, it's a definitely a brilliant color. A lot of people think it's a cherry black, but it, it's not. When you get it in different lights, it's different colors. Uh, it's, so not many, chameleon, it's not a chameleon either. <laughs> so how many layers off the gun? Uh, I think it's I think it's five layers of colour and six layers of clear. Holy cow! Wow! And um, you're pretty happy with that? I'm pretty happy with it, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, was pretty, I was pretty stoked with it. So, um, it's yeah, a lot of comments. Yeah, I see. There's a lot, been a lot of comments on there, and um, I've, I've revealed a few things, but not all. There's a few little, <laughs> a few little secrets in there that I want to reveal later on, but uh, not as of yet. Well, maybe uh, maybe at the national dinner you could give us a bit of a lowdown and tell us a yeah. little bit about it. That'd be great. Yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. I'll um, I'll uh, definitely going to go to the nationals as I spoke to you about Peter. So I'm I'm, I'm wrapped with that. That's why I ended <laughs> in, the, in into the contest. But um, didn't think I was going to win anything, but uh, glad I did. So I really appreciate all the people that uh, went in there oh, and, cool. and, and and all the contestants. Yeah, it's going to be great. So, like in um, inside the museum, we're probably going to have um, three or four statesmen, and they're all a bit different. Yours is a bit different. Um, hopefully, yeah. we're going to have uh, David Di Natale's uh, fucked up, which has undergone an engine transplant. Um, well, we'll get to that story about yours in a minute, but his has got a six liter in it now. He replaced the 454 with its custom fuel rails and. Uh, it was more of a burnout car, and it's now a driver's car. It's just something you can basically jump into and, and drive now. Just a turnkey ready to go. Yeah, yeah, and it's 
I think he's getting a bit of paint done before the Nationals. Um, of course, Houdini, which is the, the LAWD, which is pretty well known around the traps. Um, Mel McLeod's bringing a VQ, which is a, a sleeper, and it, he's um, put a, a turbo onto that motor and re, re-plumbed it so that it all looks really factory. Yep. Um, it's, it's amazing. It really is. It looks like a grandpa car. On the outside, yeah. <laughs> I watched, watched him the other, other day. He left uh, a mate's bike and uh, gave it a bit of a squirt, and all we could see was smoke. So it's yeah. um, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's um, that's what with uh, when, when I started mine. Like, I started. I uh, went and got a three, uh, come racing three five five stroker kit. I thought, no, nah, I'm just going to turn it to be a sleeper. I'll leave it standard height, grandpa style. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even, even going to tint the windows. Wasn't even going to touch the interior because it just had um, had the um, just all the velour interior. Yeah. yeah. All the grey stuff. So I thought, yeah. no, I'll just leave all that. Leave it as it all is. Leave it all stock standard. What nobody knows won't hurt. And then in the meantime, pulling the whole car down. Um, I thought, no, I'll do a little bit more here, a little bit more there, and <laughs> and just progress from pretty much to what I got today. So. So, um, could you describe the interior now? Because it's certainly not stock. No, it's um, it's not stock interior. I went and put the uh, Caprice seats. My car is not a Caprice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just getting that right. It's just a Series 2 Executive, not not a Caprice. So, right. But uh, I've just modified a few things to suit to what I want without fitting too much. But the interior itself is out of a Caprice, out of a Caprice. Yeah, and you've had it recovered in the... Yeah. Network. Italian leather or something like that, is it? Yeah, I've got the whole thing recovered in black Italian leather. Every wow. every stitch, every bit of um, joint on the on the car itself, every little bit of leather, everything is all leather. There's no vinyl, nothing in it at all. How much time was involved in doing that? Um, it, it took me mates, um, that I know very well, he's an upholsterer, to see the door cards, Front and rear back seat, as well as I covered the dash. Yeah. So I debadged the dash, took that all off, and just and filled it all in and covered the whole, pulled the whole dash apart, covered every little bit of dash in leather. Yeah. Um, that took him, I think, about four weeks to do. Wow. Because the phenomenal part is in those rear seats, if you pull the seats apart from each other, you don't realise how many little bits of gritty bits there is in between each part. Yeah. And it's a massive project. Absolutely massive. 175 pieces in one seat. It's the, just the rear seat? Just one half of the rear yeah. seat. Oh, my God. So, I had, so I had they, no idea. No, so you got the top piece, then you got yeah. the headrest, then you got the top piece, and then you got the bottom cushion. If you just draw an imaginary, imaginary line halfway, yeah. 175 pieces of material in each one. So for the whole seat, 300 pieces? About 300 pieces, yeah, time you add everything up. Because so, oh all, 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 all my tucking and all my pieces are all individual. They're not one piece. <laughs> In some of the stations, you'll find that they'll, they'll tuck them, but they put a bar behind it and tuck it back. Mine isn't like that. Mine are all individual. Wow. wow. As, as well as electric front seats. So <laughs> I have to rerun all my wiring from electric front seats. And um, yeah, do do a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, yeah. And I see the um, the station badges you had. Um, 
made into the door cards and the, and the back of the seats. Oh, the embroidery on the um, yeah, on the yeah, yeah. That's a that's like a little like a like a silvery silver silver white colour. But um, yeah, I decided to put them in the seats because I was a bit of statesman, so I thought, well, I'll just. So did he? Uh, um, your impulsive mate? Did he stitch them on the leather before he put the seats in? That's how he did it. Yeah, what you do is you stitch them, you stitch them to the, you stitch them to the leather. Yeah. And then you put your foam on. Yeah. And then and then you put it in. But now, oh, see, all my foam as well. I've got an extra thirty mil of foam put in all my seats. Yeah, you can see that it's really plush. That's real, real puffy, real soft. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah comfy, real soft. Comfy head. Oh, this is awesome. And uh, so you're going to bring it down. You're in Queensland, is that right? What part of Queensland are you in? I'm in uh, Rockhampton. Okay, not, the fair old, not, fair old trip. But you're not, you're yeah. not driving it down, are you? No, no, it's 1,700 k's one way, so I'm just going to, I've got a trailer, I'm going to whack it on the back of the trailer and then uh, tie him down, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there'll be a lot of people looking forward to seeing yeah. it. And this, is it, would this be its first outing at, at a show? What's that again, sorry, mate? Um, this, this trip to the Nationals, would it, this be the first outing of the car to a show? No, we've been to a couple of shows. Been to one classics by the coast in Japan, in, in uh, Rocky. Yeah. Your parents just down near the uh, beach run about 40 k from Rockhampton. Yeah. Yeah, it's been there a couple of times. I've won a couple of little prizes with it, but not much. But then they've got one every month at Red Hill, which is a, just a big car enthusiast get-together. Yeah. yeah. So it's been there a couple of times. It's probably been about four shows all up since I finished it, but nothing to what I've done to it now. Because it's been yeah. up the road for six months with the modifications and the changing and upgrades and everything I've done, so... So let's um let's get on to the engine part. That's another fascinating part of this car. What, what have you done to that? Well, <laughs> that was a big pain in my backside. <laughs> I uh, done a lot of researching, and I originally was going to go take the five liter out, which I've done, and I was going to put a five point seven. But everyone these days go five point seven, so I thought, no, I'm going to try something a bit different, a bit harder. And hard, yes, it was. <laughs> was not easy. So I finally put a uh, six liter yeah. uh, electric throttle body out of a VZ Commodore or VZ yeah. Thunder Ute. Yeah. So I've got all that in there now, but um, when you're doing it, you really got to do your research because there's a lot of clearance issues, a lot of measuring, a lot of working out you got to do. There's just more than what you think. That's not and, a bolt, not a bolt on job. No. no, the conversion kit you can put on, bolt on, and drop it in. Yeah, but there's no guarantee you're going to fit. So you, so you've really got to make sure you do your homework. Um, I've had a couple of guys contact me from the page already. Yeah, about how it has it all work. Um, I had to store some stuff from the states, especially from my air conditioner, because yeah. you can't use a factory air conditioning in there because it's, too, it's 50 mil too big. Okay. So then I had to work out some bracketry and what I could use. So there's all these little fiddly bits you got to look and look at and work at and work around, and not everything is going to go to. It was all man-made. Everything's not going to be 100 percent dinky die and work right, right for you. So. So do you have a bit of an engineering bent or background in engineering? Uh, well, because I do, I'm a crane operator, crane supervisor, and um, I do a lot of construction. So building is pretty much what I do. Uh, metal fabrication I can do 
So it's pretty much pretty much my back door. Um, I do a lot of lot of home electronics. Yep. So um, I did all my wiring. I did my own computer. So um, I saved a lot of money there too. But um, there are people out there that do it. Depending which way you go, whether it's expensive or it's cheap. So, yes. Oh, yeah, wow. but, um, but having a six having a six liter in there, I'm I'm pretty chuffed with it. Um, that's got a special little feature. I know, I know about this, but I'm not saying. <laughs> as, uh, as Peter knows what it is, but yeah. um, that will soon be revealed. <laughs> that should be great. But, um, yeah, but we might actually we uh, might set a time for that. We might sort of uh, let's say show it off about lunchtime on the Saturday when people are enjoying their barbecue. Well, once they yep. come down, come down from the food, we might um, get them around your car to see this. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, yeah. we can do that. Yeah, and uh, it blew my mind. So I'm sure it'll, it'll change a couple of people's minds too. Wow. I think so. so. You can do that, can you? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's new technology in an older car that wasn't available back in 1997. So yeah, yeah, that's the thing you got me and. Um, yeah, enough said. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, I was going to say the, um, the popularity of uh, the V, uh, the V series from the VQ series to the VS, is that something that you've always liked that shape? Is that why you went for a car like that? Yeah, well, well back in the day I had a, I had a um, 1995 VR series 2. Oh, yes. Um, Statsman, so I um I really like the shape of it. Even when I was at high school, I liked the shape of them. So um, I thought, yeah, I'm going to get one of these one day. And I've seen one for sale, and I brought it up here in Queensland. And um, for some reason, from South Australia now, Gambia. So okay, um, yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, I might just buy one of these. So I did, and um, didn't do much work to it. And then um, yeah, I just just kept cruising, and thought, nah, I'm going to do something bigger. And um, so I thought, yeah, right, I'll do a little bit of work and start replacing a few bits and pieces on them as they're broken and, and stuff like that. And I thought, nah, I'm going to update, I'm going to upgrade to the w, um, WH. So anyway, so I drove up to Townsville, sold it up there, and bought a um, WH International. Yeah. And that was a 5.7. And um, this thing was immaculate. I brought it at, I think it was at 65,000 Ks on it when I brought it. Oh yeah, it's um, yeah. It, it was a beautiful car, international. Had the burgundy red leather, and then anyway, I started putting headrest monitors and DVDs, players in it, and all that sort of stuff. And then um, I thought, no, nah. I had it for about five years, and there's a black panther color, and I've seen a couple of VSs and VRs cruising around with the five lead. I thought, no, nah, I've got to, got to go back. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go back. So I went back, sold that, and then went, went down and brought this um, VS off of a lady named Vicky. And her and her husband owned it since brand new. So, um, yeah, so when I'd done what I'd done to the car, and she asked me, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to strip it down and, and just rebuild it and leave it stock standard, which, as we all know, wasn't the case. Yeah. So uh, I ended up sending some photos three years later. And, um, yeah, the poor lady ended up crying because her husband obviously passed away and that's why she sold it. So she was pretty wrapped that I still had it. 
she wasn't sure it was her, so I sent, sent her the photo of the VIN number. Yeah. And the Victorian place that she still had on it, so she was chuffed. So, um, where does she live now, this lady? She, she lives um, on the Sunshine Coast in Brisbane. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. And um, are you, have you ever visited her with the new, new look car, or is that something you're planning to do? Um, on the way through, probably on the way through down to um, Shepparton, I might just um, give her a bell. I've got a number, and I might duck in and see her, and she can have a final look at the car, I think. I think she'll remember. You'll make a day if you do that. That'd be another good story for you to tell us how she reacts. <laughs> oh, definitely, mate. I, I think you know, she was pretty happy with the photos and whatnot, and um, she stood off forgotten about her. And <clears throat> I kept my promise, and I, I kept it. So. Yeah, no, that's great. I love stories like that. Um, well, you and I have spoken a little bit about my car, and it's um, a bit strange and a bit different because it has been a, a government car working in Hong Kong. And I've kept in touch with the diplomat who um, shipped it back to Australia. Yep. And we we talk regularly, and he's always asking questions about how it is. And um, he really, when he sold it, it was one of those uh, regretful sales. You know, he still asks after it, is it still good? And is it is it this? And is it that? And um, <laughs> he's about to head off to uh, to work on a mission in um, Switzerland. So it's a bit harder now to, to catch him, but. Yeah. Um, he always uh, writes an email from time to time to ask how it is, and I I, I do like these stories because down here in Sheffield we've come across a few cars like this. And in fact, there's we found two in a shed recently, a WV and a HJ, and they're just sitting there. They've been doing nothing for about 20 years. These cars. Yeah, not um, a good bargain to get hold of. Well, yeah, it's just. They've been neglected a bit, and uh, I was saying to you the other day, I went to have a look at them, and it's a shame that the guy's not really prepared to part with them. Yeah. Uh, you hear these stories, and I think, um, pardon me, David D. Natale's got a story similar, where he's found a, a car that was once owned by the um, manager of Holden in Melbourne. Yeah. It was a one-off car, and it's, it's in bits, and it's been in bits again for about 20 years, and... It's just hard to get the person who owns it to, to, to take the step and, and give it to somebody who's going to restore it. That's the thing, though. When, when, it, when it's a... Um, so I'll, I'll never get rid of mine. I want to hand mine down to my kids, but... Yeah. Um, but sometime in life, you've got to get rid of stuff, and sometimes you do. Like, I'll get a, I'll get a, v, I'll get a uh, 2010 VSSV. Yeah. I brought a brand new 6-litre, and that's only got 25,000 on the clock. I don't really drive it much, but at the end of the day... When things are going to go, things are going to go, but I think the station will be the one to last. Yeah. That, that's, that's my problem. Not, not for what I've spent on it. That doesn't come into the factor. It's just, you just, I just love the shape of them. Love yeah. driving it. Yeah. And when I built mine, I just wanted mine to be something different. Yeah. Like well. Just not, not that special feature that we've been talking about. There's other features <laughs> in the car that I've deleted. And taken out and, and use other parts of other vehicles within the Holden um, bracket of what I used in my car to get it to where it is. Yeah, no, it's going to be great, and people are going to be really interested in that. Um, there's a group of there's a group down here in Shep, and if we've got time, I might take you to see um, Southern Rod and Custom. I don't have you heard of them? Right, they sorry. Place called Southern Rod and Custom. No. No, they um. They specialise in uh, building cars, rebuilding cars, 
um, starting from scratch. Like the sort of work they do, they do a, um, you know the golfer called Appleby? Yeah. He was a professional golfer. Yep. Comes from Swan Hill. And we asked them to build him a BMW 5 Series U. Uh -huh. And they did, they did it. So, wow. they, and it looks, when you look at it, it's, it looks like it's come out of the factory. This is the sort of work that they do, and uh, they made all the all the panels for it, and um, rejigged it, and you know set it up so it's got a suspension and a high performance motor, and that was a six year project. And so you talk to the boys there, and they say, how much how much does it cost for a project like that? And they said, oh, give us a hundred grand to start with, and um, then we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, it gets on that. See, that's the thing they like. I find you get more respect. Um, fair enough, some people don't have the know-how or anything like that. that. That's understandable. I think but being a professional golfer, he was travelling, so he really yeah, had no time. No, no time, no. But to say something like myself or yourself, who can actually yeah. build a car from the ground up yourself, in your back, in your shed, on a set of axle stands, yeah. like I've done, it, it's, it's something that you admire, like, I admire people that can do stuff like that, like because yeah. it's not a shop build. No, no offense to people out there who build cars for a living. That's fine, but when you're talking about the average people that have a career in another area, not a career in building cars, and they build a car themselves, that's who I take my hat off too, because it's not their it's not their scope of work every day. True. And when they build something and, it, and it's unreal, you just think, wow, you built this in shed. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, what... I, I was going to go suicide doors on the rear, but I couldn't because the rear structure of where the door's got a hinge is too close to the, the uh, upper glass and you'll break it. Yeah. Because the door's a bit heavy, so yeah. I didn't do that. Like, that's wow. what I really wanted to do, but it was just too much engineering. Too hard. Too hard. Yeah. It's just not, not enough meat in the back of the station for them to do it because of the wheel arches and the, and the fuel filler and stuff, so. Yeah, interesting. Oh. You had some plans for it, didn't you? <laughs> I had some big plans, right? I, I had so many plans, so many colour schemes. I had so much plan for it. And that was just with the five liter, and now I've got the six liter. I've got other plans. But so last time, I spoke to, last time I spoke to you, um, you were doing the exhaust system. Is that done yet? Yep, that's done. The car's home now, so um, it was down the shop for two days. Yeah. Um, cause what I had to do, what, what I wanted and what that had to do, I had to just try to manipulate everything to get it in and out and enough room to still pull stuff apart underneath the car if need be, so. And, and I'm, um, I'm pretty happy. And is it engineered for regular to you? Uh, not yet. I've just got me, um, I'm just getting a box made up now for my search tank to sit in. Yep. So it's yep. gotta be, by law, it's gotta be sealed off. It's gonna, it's gonna be in the boots, it's gonna be sealed off. I've spoke to a few engineers, they said, look, if you can seal that box, what that swell pot goes in mm -hmm. and all your pumps are underneath the car as standard yep we'll pass it for you so I've just been getting a box made now down in Sydney uh, fireproof flame flame proof everything is all going to be sealed up airtight and all it's going to have in there is a swell pot and all your lines going out to the floor yeah that box will be in the car and it'll be mm -hmm. sealed off again it'll be a removable base so I can still service it yep. and then you seal it back up again and then you cover it all back up and no one even know there. Unreal. It's all going to be on, it's all going to be on the modification plate because which is the LM1 for your fuel system. So once the LM1's on there, you know you're off. Yeah. 
Quite so sure. Does that, does that mean the car's engineered for Queensland or for Australia? Uh, it'll be engineered for Australia. Yeah. Um, if I was to move state, I'll have to go get it rechecked again. If I was yep. to move state, but the mod plate's there, no, and as long as I've got everything legit from whichever state you're in, yep. and you comply with the Australian, Australian standards. It'll be ADA, mm-hmm. as they call it. Yeah. yeah, the ARD, whatever they call ARD. it. Yeah. You, you can go anywhere. Anywhere in Australia with no drummers, as long as you've got the correct paperwork and everything yeah. else to go with it. Wow. Well, I, I, I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. There's some of the cars that are coming. Um, um, I mean, this is the first nationals that we've organised. Um, I can't think of any others. Can you? No, I haven't heard of any. No, I've just no. Lost, I, just, I just came across this one on um, Facebook. So I filmed a lady on Facebook. Yeah, she got me into your club. Uh, Megan Connolly, I think. <laughs> Megan Connolly, she's a legend. <laughs> yeah, well, well, she liked the photo, and I put up on on, on a uh, page, and I don't know how, I can't remember how I even met the lady on Facebook. Never met her in person. Don't get me wrong, but chatting away, and she's like, you know, I also do a, I also do a car club, a station club. It's, oh, what's the page? I'll have a look, and then I just ended up joining, and it just pretty much went from there. And it's, it's obviously having it yourself, Pete, and um, yeah. a few other folks on the page, and, yeah, and she's, stuff. Um, and she's like, a, there's quite a few girls that own and enjoy statements, and she's one of those. And yeah, um, so, well, a, bit a, bit a, a bit of a character. <laughs> yeah, she said she's going to be at the Nationals and I said to um, I love a yarnder about a few things and she said, no, that'd be good and she asked me, I can give us a few pointers on a few things, I want to do this, this and this and I'm not going to say what she wanted to do, it's, it's up to her but um, I said, yeah, you know, I've done all that sort of stuff so I can help you through it and show you what the easy way, not the hard way and yeah. you know, she's, she's real rat. So, um, she'll, be at, she'll be at the dinner. On the, on the Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, she's she's excited to see me car too, so I'm I'm excited to show it. So, um, you haven't um, have you ever um considered doing something older, like a like a HQ? You ever thought of that? I had a HQ Prem, same colour as kind of this. Yeah. Um, but I, I ended up I didn't show it really much at all. I just just drove around pretty much. It wasn't as much as I spent on this. Yeah. I've done what I've done that, but I next going out to my cousin in um, Adelaide. But then before I even started doing cars up, I had a uh, 1954 FXU. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much painted the same colour as my station, but just just the plain cherry black. Yeah. Um, I ended up ripping all that apart. Ended up using an EHK frame, put a VN five liter for VN interior. <laughs> uh, ripped out all the floorboards in the back because they were timber. Put all um, what do I, what do I use? I think I used black jar. Yeah. Use grass inserts for the back and a four nice. Yeah. Yeah. So have, went, you, have you sold that car? Was it? Yeah, I, I sold that years ago, over ten years ago now. But um, I see it running around every now and then up here in um, Queensland. So I think yeah. it lives in, lives in Brisbane. So. Yeah. Yeah, I see one find some photos and I'll bring them down when I come yeah, down. Awesome. Um, yeah, she's um, a nice huge. Yeah. Well, we're just about out of time, but um, look, thank you very much for spending some time with us to talk about the car, and um, we'll post this up on the on the website and get people fired up about coming to see your car. I think, um, are you think considering the last touches, things like uh, a number plate, you can you got that in mind? 
Yeah, I'm going I'm to do number plate soon. I'm just not sure. I was thinking about um, Red Devil, but I'm not quite sure yet. We'll see how we go. Yeah, you shouldn't tell us. <laughs> Somebody will go and buy it. No, <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah, so but no, that, that's fine, mate. I'll, I'll work something out, and then uh, when I come down again that way, I'll you'll see what they are. Well, I'll post yeah. them up on the page. All right. Uh, Jay, thanks for that, and um, looking forward to seeing you on the the twentieth. Yeah, definitely. I'll probably be down a couple of, couple of days earlier anyway to make, yeah. meet and greet and uh, work it wrong on the stay and stuff and catch up I'll with yourself, uh, Pete, and um, we'll go from there, my friend. Yeah, we've got plenty of things to do. I'll, I'll uh, introduce you to some of the fellas down here. We'll, we'll have a ball. So thanks yeah. for the call. No, no drama. Thank you for the interview. And, um, yeah, we'll see you, see you at the night, eh? Hey? Yeah. Thanks, mate. Right on, Pete. See you, mate. Bye. Right. Bye.